So why did you give her the, like, the jumpsuit thing? It's really hard to dress a woman of a certain age and she didn't want to show her legs. She's got a bit of a tum and you know what I mean? And we I celebrate that tum. Yeah. I've yeah, got... but I didn't want her to look like she was pregnant, like Davina's sister, you know what I mean? So, Saka, what's your favourite part of your drag look? I just thought I'd go, you know what I mean? I was oh, looking for something in my wardrobe and all that, and it was really yeah. odd. If I had, like, a younger girl like these two, I'd be a lot... Oh, my God! Than... You're just throwing her out there, her tummy, her face. No, you know what I mean? It's easy. It, it, I've never done a makeover in my life, and I'm not making excuses. It is harder to dress a woman of a certain age, and she's... The, you are the most shy. Like, she's really timid and shy. Joe, I, I want to hear about your experience in drag. Like, you know, I was really nervous when you first came in to the studio. I'm proud of her for, like, I would never think she would have even walked down the runway. She's, like, blind as a bat. I'm just interested, Joe, if, if the drag has made you looser or less shy. Looser, definitely. <laughs> I mean, what am I favorite topics to write about, talk about, analyze, think about, explore, um, ruminate on, etc. is gay boys and their mothers, mm. you know? Mm -hmm. And specifically, you know, drag queens and their mothers, you know? Uh, people who are, you know, I don't know, living out loud, and then there's, like, mom at home, you know? Like, I think that sort of, like, that, that difference, I feel like, is so interesting. And I feel like we're seeing that with Baga and Mrs. Chips this week. <laughs> in that, like, you know, she's not like him. She is quieter. She is more timid. And um, it was so interesting how that was handled this week. Yeah, I... I love the category of drag queens that are not doing drag. They're doing dram, dressed as mother. And I, mm -hmm. I feel like, you know, there's a Kasha Davis in there, maybe even a Bianca Del Rio. Uh, I, there's a, a really great play called Mother's Day that, you know, features something like that. <laughs> oh, I've heard of that play. I think, oh, it's a... A uh, young up-and-comer. Yeah, Colin uh, Drucker, I think. Colin, Colin Drucker, Drucker, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, play. whatever happened yeah. to him? He wrote a play, <laughs> yeah. Boy, did that change the face of theater for about two weeks, yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I love that idea of uh, drag queens, you know, emulating their mothers uh, or emulating what they feel their mothers are or what they got from their mothers. And um, with Baga here, there's a stark contrast. There's almost a, it's almost as if Baga is uh, a little embarrassed. Yeah. Yeah. I think that she is so focused on all of the ways in which her mother is not a drag queen. Her mother is quiet. Her mother is shy. She's nervous. She's not, she's not, she's all the things that Baga has not been portraying or relying on really on the show, right? Like, I think one of Baga's biggest strengths is just like how big of a personality she has and how loud she is and how funny she is. And now like all of that is kind of being weighed down by what she perceives as like a lack of all of those things from her mother, which of course is interesting, right? Because, you know, the show kind of makes an effort to show once Mrs. Chips has an opportunity to open up, like that she is very charming. She is very funny. She is like so many quiet people. Once you talk to them, you're like, oh, you're, you're funny. Oh, you're clever. You're you, there's a brain in there, but just because you're not like, you know, setting yourself on fire for attention doesn't mean there's nothing in there. And so I, uh, it, 
it's an interesting, you know, sort of reminding people, you know, quiet people are not like dull people. Oh, yeah. And I'm sorry, but Saka, Saka Suds, Saka Spuds. She, Saka Spuds. She did great on the runway. Like, I thought she really went out of her comfort zone, did the best that she could, and it was good. It's just mm-hmm. the shortcoming wasn't how she acted on the runway. <laughs> the shortcoming was how Baga dressed her. Yeah. Oh, because I mean, think about how many, you know, goosey guests they've had. I think about Raven's, you know, uh, drag mom yeah. makeover in season two. That guy couldn't walk for shit. And <laughs> but it was, it, it was adorable. There was something about right. it all that worked, and it had nothing to do with how runway ready that guy was. Right. And I think Baga was kind of, you know, caught in a corner because she knew what she had brought. And she knew the clothing that she had, and she had this idea, okay, we're going to do the Kardashians. Was she caught in confidence corner? (laughs) Overconfidence corner, yeah, going off the the ledge there. Um, Yeah, really. And, uh, you know, if her mother only knew. Um, But she... She just got stuck with that. And even Josie, even Saka said, like, I don't I don't watch the Kardashians. That was the first time that Baga should have been like, "Okay, well, let's do something else. Let's both have short hair. Let's, you know, be sisters. Let's, you know, instead of it being a mother daughter, because Baga reads older anyway. So why would you make your mother who's shorter than you? And obviously, like, you know, if you've never made over somebody before and if dressing somebody of a certain age is difficult, you would make them of a certain age. You wouldn't make them younger than you. Right. Like, that's what the Vivian did. It's like, well, I'm I'm going to lean into your age and lean into what's natural about you. And embrace that, like Michelle says, like embrace the tum. Yeah. And that's when it works. I mean, and I think about it, especially with Baga, where that is her thing, is this like old lady drag, this like, you know, Peggy Mitchell's sister, Penny, (laughs) Penny. you know, Penny. (laughs) Uh, Penny. And so (laughs) they could have been Peggy and Penny Mitchell, you know? Right. (laughs) And I I don't know why, like that would have been perfect because I also feel like the likelihood of her mother knowing the reference, like go older, go, you know, get some, get some, you know, old lady drag out there that, you know, her mother can like have a sense of reference point in. It just, it seemed like the smart thing to do is, is to recognize whoever your, your guests, like recognize their strengths, their weaknesses, lean into the, the strengths, cover up the weaknesses, like it, a, adapt everything to them. Whereas from the beginning, what Baga was saying was like, you need to adapt to me. You need to shake yeah. off who you are because right. that's not going to work. But like, that's the antithesis of drag race. Not being who you are is not the solution. You're supposed to. And I think we've seen this in every single makeover episode for the most part when it's, uh, for, for the most part. Um, but you're supposed to celebrate the guest, right? The guest yeah. is number one. If you look better than the guest, that's more points off than if the guest looks better than you. So Totally. So she puts her in this Morticia wig. She doesn't – there's no height to the wig. She's shorter. You would expect there to be height in the hair. It was clear that Baga's weakness came out because she – I – I, I don't know if this is not what you meant, but I feel like you don't cover up the weakness. You actually exploit the weakness and make it a positive. Like the tongue. Well, I think, like well, the I tongue. think it's kind of like you don't, you know, I think about like 
Tatiana in the in the Drag Mother's Challenge of season two, like he he couldn't walk very well, and so she incorporated a wheelchair instead of oh let's put you in heels and let's watch you struggle. It's like <laughs> no, let's take that anxiety away so that we can lean into other stuff like your performative elements, you know. Right. And I think that's you know I you know I think the Vivian did that, and certainly like putting her mother in something comfortable, putting her mother in something that wasn't going to make her feel exposed on the runway. Like it's also remembering like these are, these are their mothers. And so like, you know, they have to like be mindful of like, okay, the best way to get a perform, a good performance out of you is to make you feel comfortable, you know, make you feel good. And I I think that what Baga put her mother in, I mean, (laughs) it wasn't, it looked like, you know, it wasn't that bad. It was the wig that I had the biggest problem with. Well, and the makeup. I mean, Baga was looking like Feruza Balk, and her mother looked like Edith Massey at two a.m. Oh like, wow! It was just, Good call. You know, yeah. Uh, and I, but I think that if Baga had leaned into the old lady drag, they could have both been, you know, crunchy Mitchells, and yeah. um, it would have been fine. I think it all could have worked. Her mother could have stolen the show the way Katya's mother did. You know, right, right. Yeah, I feel like this moment on the runway is an interesting one because. Obviously, the the you know there's I think there's people like spewing hate or just like criticizing Baga for what she was saying about her mother and you know all of that and you know none of that's really my business of their relationship and whether her mother knows that but I think at the end of the day Baga was making all the excuses she could because she it was her weakness like the 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 show found her weakness. Uh, yeah. And I think Baga was so self-conscious about that. She forgot to sell it. She forgot to do what she does best on the runway, which is to slam the floor, which is to make a make a mess, you know? Yeah, you could tell that she was very much in her head this week. Yeah. And I think there is so much about like what she says of like, everybody meets my mother and they see her for a day. They think they know her. They think they know this dynamic and they think they've got this whole story. And, you know, that that to me is uh, it's a fair point is that everybody's relationship is very different. I mean, I think that there are elements of the way that my family has interacted, you know, even like extended family that would seem like, oh God, everyone's just like making fun of each other. But it's like, no, this is a way of expressing love. Like this is a way of like saying like, I, it's, it's like reading. It's like, I see you and I'm paying attention to you and you exist in my life. And so I know those little things I can make fun of. And, right. and it's equal opportunity. And like, we, we're not seeing her mother in her natural element. So we don't know if outside of this, you know, Josie Chips is just, like, tossing him back at her. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, that's I, very true. I just think that, like, there's so much, and there's some editing. I mean, yeah, I, I heard they it's edited. not fair to judge that. They're telling a story here, um, and I think it's, you know, it's very easy to look at Mrs. Chips and be like, oh, poor little matchstick girl. But, like, this woman might not need our pity, you know? Oh, exactly. I mean, I, I thought that she was you know, vibrant and and doing the best she could for probably a very shy person that wasn't expecting to be on BBC, you know, with her drag queen son in drag, like all of that. Okay. Plus in Untucked, I mean, there were some, there were some heartbreaking moments when she went in for a kiss and Bagger wouldn't give her a kiss. Oh, (laughs) I know. Oh God. I just was like, oh my God, this is, this is a little hard to watch because I don't blame Baga, but I also know that Baga is going through it right now because 
the of whatever the dynamic is with the mother in the room. And then even even while Baga was lip syncing, like my I think my favorite moment and best supporting actress moment is when Saka Sud Saka Spuds uh, says. Come on, Baga. She, oh, uh, it just was like I so know. sweet. It was, I was like, I uh, know. Oh, she loves her. She loves her. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, Mrs. Chips is the best supporting actress this week. <laughs> I mean, she just, what a, what a sweet goose who, who came out of her shell. And, yeah. you know, it, I, I love those moments where she was able to like make a joke or she was able to kind of like relax. And, and it was like, oh, okay, there you are. And it just, um, I think, you know, Alan Carr said about, like, you know, what happens when you're with your parents and, like, basically that idea of, like, you're a different person with your parents. Yep. You're a, yep. a certain version of your personality. And I, it's it's so – and it's complex. Like, I think, if, I think it's so complex and we can't judge it just based on, like, a couple interactions, especially in a high-pressure situation. Um, oh, and also, I mean, yeah. in comparison to – the Vivian with her mom, because that was the only other mom on the show. Uh, the Vivian and her mom, like the Vivian didn't turn it off. I mean, yeah, James did not turn it off. And so I, no. so seeing that next to Baga and his mom, you know, maybe Baga's like, oh, I can't be like that with her, you know? Right. Like maybe it's like, that's just not how we are. It's like my mom and I, like, we're not, we're not the kind of people who are like, Oh mom, I just love you so much. I, you know, we don't do that. That's right. not, how we interact. And so to do that or to be next to people doing that and then be expected to match mm-hmm. that would feel weird. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's like when, it, it's like yeah. when your dad uh, brought you on the boy scout camping trip and you saw Ugh. all the other dads interacting with their sons. And then here's your dad with his gay son. And it's like, Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Why are my memories from that trip being alone? Why is that what I remember the most? Is wa- wondering how far into this forest I can wander before maybe I've gone too far, and what's too far, and maybe I haven't gone far enough. And yeah, why did I pretend eventually. to be asleep in the morning? You know. Yeah, yeah. yeah why did I pretend to be asleep? What am I hiding from? Oh God. Yeah. So I mean, again, like it, the comparison is also part of the anxiety because you're like, oh, we're not like that. Oh, it's different. Oh, you know, I don't know. I can do this on TV. I don't know if my mom can do this on TV, you know? Right, right. And, you know, I think with the Viv and and the Cassie, you know, it's like, yeah, they do have a really close relationship. And I I don't think you can hold the expectation of like, well, they're not as close as we are. It's like, well, no, they're not, you know? And I certainly I'd I'd be curious the backstory of like, obviously these these women were asked to be on the show. They knew what they were getting into to some extent. I'd be curious to know, like, what was her walk me through your logic, Mrs. Chips of like, yeah, I'm terrified of this. I'll be on this show. You know, like, I mean, yeah, I, I she's she was probably uh, excited and honored to help her help her kid out, you know? Yeah, I guess so. Um, but in any event, you know, I thought she was uh, I thought she was great. I thought she was a, a, a joy to be around. Come on, Baga. Uh, Come on, Bega. Oh, I love it. Well, with that, Marys, let's jump into the family that slays together. And before we do, tell our Marys what they're listening to. Well, it's another episode of All Right, Mary. <laughs> All right, Mary. All right, Mary. 
which is uh, you know it's our podcast it's dedicated to all things you know, drag race well the drag race and uh you know like the paradigm that rupaul's created with this you know bbc tv show i'm johnny I'm Colin, and frankly, I miss the accent. I, you know, I like. I think now that we've got a point of comparison, it makes a difference. <laughs> Put a little sprinkle on the cupcake. Otherwise, little, it's just a mu- a little marmite. <laughs> a little marmite. Otherwise, it's just a muffin with margarine. And I'm I'm not here to serve muffins. Um, Put that on a tote bag. I'm not here to serve muffins. I want. I my- want. I'm not here to serve muffins. And then on the other side, celebrate the tum. Celebrate the tum. Uh, I'm not here to serve muffins because I ate all of them in the car. Um, And this week we are, of course, recapping uh, the Families That Slay Together makeover episode of Drag Race UK debut season. Um, We are, this is it. This This is is it, it, Kenny Loggins. This is it. This is it. Um, You know, at the top of this episode, I got to say... Um, you know, there's a lot of uh, Twitterers and fans calling for rigor Morris a little bit. And I think w- where I am with that is that I don't think Cheryl should have been in the bottom. Uh, yeah, no, I don't think I don't think that Cheryl should have been in the bottom. I don't. Think. But I think I don't think Cheryl hole in the bottom. I, I don't, don't think. think. <laughs> um, but I think that push came to shove and it was like, well, we had we could either have a top three where each of them have three Rupeter badges and each of them are maybe two of them are stronger competitors than a third, but all of them have been doing well the whole season. Um, versus having like two strong competitors and one obvious like filler because there's no world in which Cheryl Hole is going to win this competition. I totally agree. Um, <clears throat> I totally agree. I think uh, that. It should have been the Vivian in the bottom, if I'm going to be honest. Uh, really? Yeah, I don't think Davina, it was Davina in the bottom. Because Davina, I thought they looked similar and they had a great presentation. She added the tum. <clears throat> and with the Vivian, yeah. uh, the Vivian, you know, it, it's just, I, I thought Cheryl did better than the Vivian. And I think that RuPaul and the producers and especially Michelle Visage, they were like, oh, let's just exploit the bodysuit thing. And use that instead of the the overall performance. They even said that she had the best, you know, choreography and whatever or choreography. So I that that's kind of where I am with that. I think it would have been the Vivian and Baga in the bottom, and they couldn't send either of them home, and it would have been a, a you know a top four. Uh, and obviously, yeah, Cheryl would have been the obvious fourth, the uh, you know the 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 Cameron Michaels, if you will. Um, no shade sure. to Cameron, but you know Ooh. Cameron was she was in the bottom three times in a row. So um, I'm just saying. Um, so you have uh, Cheryl Hall as the fourth, and they you know they they obviously chose the, to have you know three repeater badges making the top three, which is fine. I just if we're if we're gonna have a competition reality show, when it comes to the top three or the final bit. bit I wanted more competition and less reality. Yeah, and I like I think that the the reality show um, gold would be having like Baga and Vivian lip syncing against each other and like having that moment. Yeah, but then it's like yeah, they can't send either of them home. They 
they could have maybe sent Baga home. <clears throat> I mean, that could have been like, but I, I also don't think they're going to pull those shenanigans this season. Well, you know, and, I think. And Baga represents so much of UK drag. Well, yeah, I think like, I, I think having her in the top three, like certainly validates that. Right. Yeah. And so, um, and she'd just been doing so well all season that, I mean, I guess when you look at like season five, like Jinx Monsoon really stumbled in that last, you know, uh, mm-hmm. look the candy looks challenge mm-hmm. so the candy ball so <laughs> i mean is that a reason enough you know to send her home no but i think that kind of came down to like okay well then this is one of those situations where lip syncing is good for you because it's an opportunity for you to shine again you know sure sure yeah uh and she certainly did shine versus cheryl because you know Cheryl, I don't think, was tied into the meaning of that song during that lip sync. But we could talk about that Well, later, I mean, for want. God's sake, Baga had played Amy Winehouse yes. already on that stage yeah. this season. Right. So right. I kind of knew from the beginning the same way that it was like it was Shaz's, Shaz's to win last week right. because it was a Cheryl song in front of Cheryl. This was Baga Chips, the Amy Winehouse of the season, who has done an Amy Winehouse illusion, lip syncing to Amy Winehouse looking a little bit like Amy Winehouse. <laughs> Yeah, she she did kind of have a you know the darkness uh, with her. Um, yeah, and it was it was clear that she kind of she wasn't dancing around doing pirouettes like Cheryl was. No, she was. I she was like Kenya Michaels. Kenya Michaelsing it right. She was lip syncing the way that I would lip sync. It's a lot of, like there is no grace. <laughs> it is a it is a bit of like just coming home from the supermarket kind of choreography. <laughs> you know, putting down the bags, taking things out like that. That's my kind of lip sync is where I have a whole, the entire lip sync is me putting away groceries and lip syncing to a powerful song. Sure. Because it's just props and things and I don't have to be, <laughs> I don't have to be graceful, but I can have like moments of anger where I'm like pizza rolls, like shaking them, you know? <laughs> right, 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 right. No, that's, it's, it's a great lip sync, uh, putting yeah. groceries away. Absolutely. And I feel like I've yeah, done it. What would it. the yeah. song be? Yeah. What would the song oh, be? Oh, it could, it could be put... anything. It could be like, she used to be mine from Waitress. Uh, it, it could be. Yeah, uh, you know, it, it could be uh, this will be an everlasting love. It could be something. It, it could be something really powerful, like um, I have nothing. <laughs> yes, I feel like it needs to be like a because I mean, you could do like my baby takes the morning train, but that's pretty <laughs> joyful. And I'd have to dance at some point. It would just be me with like a celery stalk in one hand <laughs> and an eggplant in the other, and I'm just doing pinwheels. Sure. Um. <laughs> I don't know. Marys, who have been so helpful with all of our requests this season from I Saw You, which I still haven't solved, but we'd love to make a mix of all the ones people have sent us. And the uh, we've got a couple of great fingers of Drag Race. Um, what is a great lip sync song to putting away groceries? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking for a power ballad. That's what I want. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing the power yeah. ballad in the kitchen, opening the freezer. You know, putting the bags down, taking off the purse, you know, the, the pocketbook. Yeah. Yeah. The whole thing. I want to come in with a big coat on. Yeah. I want to have right. a pocketbook. Like I our mothers. Yeah. Yes. yes. No, I was going to say that is the thing is if I were to do drag, I am just going to be I'm just going to dress like my mother in the 90s. Yeah. Coming home from the grocery store. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's my drag is yeah. is my mom coming home from shop. Right. 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 Or you're in, in your case, Kings. Yes, Kings. It was always Kings. Ugh. Kings. <laughs> King. The Queen of Kings. Uh, 
queen of kings. Yeah, and you know, we we'd count the bags. We'd count the bags in the in yeah. the trunk and yeah, it was always a thing. It was always oh, was that like a home alone thing to make sure you didn't forget any? No, it was just we wanted to see how many bags my mom came home with this time to hide her pain, you know? <laughs> oh, I see. I see. Like totally. Totally. Now was she all, we talked about this last week with or or maybe it was on the Matreon of your sister hiding snacks and oh, peanut sure, butter things. Sure. Did your mother hide snacks? No, Did she, she no, she hid her cigarettes. Oh, her cigarettes. Yes, because she smoked Marlboro Reds for years. She she would smoke Marlboro Reds. Yeah, she she'd smoke one your a day, mother. one a day. Flatbush Debbie. How much hair does she have on her chest? I know, Jesus. Flatbush Debbie. I gotta tell you, she started smoking at a very young age. She was such a badass in school. She was. I think she probably lost her virginity young. You know, she got married at nineteen. You know. Debbie, the Marlboro mom. Mrs. Flax over there, you know? Yeah, Mrs. Flax. Yeah. Debbie, the Marlboro mom. Yeah. The Marlboro mom. The brawny paper towel mom. Yeah. Mrs. Clean. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, she uh yeah, it's so interesting watching this episode because there was a a point in the episode where I wanted to text my mom that I loved her because I did feel for Baga and Baga's mom and Vivian and Vivian's mom. Like, there was something where I was like, oh, my mom, she's oh, mom, you know, moms, moms. I know. I know. No, I hear you. I, it made me think, oh, if I had my mom on here, I was thinking, oh, I, if I were to be in this situation, Barbara, please on Drag Race. And there was a makeover situation. It would totally have my mom on. And I feel like she'd be so game. She would do it. She'd, uh, and I'd be so proud, you know? I was like, ugh, if I had to do this, my mom would do great. Yeah, my mom would do it. I don't know if she'd do great, but she would do it, and I would I would love her for it. There's just so much that she's done uh, for me that makes me kind of misty-eyed. And, mm. you know, at the same time, you know, we're all frustrated with our mothers and all of that. But um, <clears throat> so when, when there was all of that turmoil or supposed turmoil between Baga and... And her mom, I was like, well, I totally get that. Because there would be things that my mother would do on the show, and I'd be like, ugh, mom. <laughs> right. Like when Rue comes to visit, Debbie would be telling him things like, mom, that's not, don't R- right, that. right. That's not true. RuPaul, yeah, it's not there true. was a sheet of ice. Yeah, yeah, there was yeah, yeah, a yeah. sheet of ice, a sheet RuPaul. Of ice, yeah. Oh, I loved your show in the 90s. I loved yeah. it, mom. You didn't watch it, mom. mom. <laughs> I do not wear costume jewelry. <laughs> I do not. <laughs> yeah, I'll be wearing my own shoes. They're these <laughs> right. my, white That's Michael right. Kors slip-ons. Right. She wouldn't want to wear the heels that I brought her. She would no, <laughs> no. I'd have to dress up as my aunt. I'd have to be Ruthie, and my mom would just play Debbie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You'd have to lead into that. I think, I think my mom and I, we would probably do like a, um. Maybe like sisters in the '90s. Like I think I would lean into that. I'd, I'd basically replicate what my mother looked like in the '90s with like the big curly hair, and like mm. I would just, I would kind of recreate that, and then that would be this fun story on the runway of like this is like literally what she looked like in 1993. <laughs> I, um, I think you would do a hysterical blindness tribute. Oh yeah, I mean we we're you know it's like. We would dial down the feathered hair only by like twenty percent. Sure, you've got it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It would be. There's another. Yeah, I can picture so many suburban motifs, um, <laughs> and it's gonna be great. Like I just think, and especially in the UK, like that kind of like 
housewife drag. It's like, ugh, give me the give me the robe, give me the rollers, yep. give me the you know, uh, oatmeal. I don't know. Yeah, the cigarette in the hand. Yeah, the cigarette in the hand, and like you know, burning an egg. Right, know? right, right. It reminds me of that movie. Oh man, is it? Uh, oh, it's. Oh man, it's some girl. It's about a girl, uh, but she has that great line where she's like, oh, I always wanted to be a mother in the 80s because all mothers in the 80s uh, smoke cigarettes. Oh, it was Frances Ha. Yes, Frances Ha. Oh, God. Oh, my God. That's such a deep cut. I yeah. know. But I love that line because I'm just like, that's so true. Mothers yeah, in the like, 80s. <laughs> yeah. I always wanted to be a, mo- a mother in the 80s who yeah. smoked. Yeah. yeah. Smoked, in yeah. yeah. <laughs> smoked in the house. Yeah. Smoked in the house. Yeah. Ugh. I forgot. I love that line. Yeah. Uh, so evocative. I, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. Anyway, I, yeah. I can't remember if I liked that movie or if I loved that movie. Yeah. I don't remember. I may have liked it, but maybe if I watch it again, I'll love it. Mm. Or it might be like Tiny Furniture, which I liked when I saw it. But if I watch it again now, I'll probably hate it. Mm. You know what movie is better the third time you watch it? What? Young Adult. Oh, you know what? I think I know. I think, yes, I think I've experienced at least watching it two or three times. But yeah, that movie is way better the second or third time around. Oh, yeah. God. Um, so good. Do you remember? This is another movie that I'm like afraid. Like, I loved it in college, and it like, oh, it spoke to that era of my life, but I'm so afraid I'm not going to appreciate it at all now is um, Me and You and Everyone We Know. Oh, I never got into that. I was never, oh. yeah. I, like, uh, what's that other movie that everybody watched that like was animated part of the way through? Uh, I can't think of it now, but yeah, me, I didn't watch that movie. Yeah, yeah, it's it's got some interesting quirks to it. It's definitely got, some, but like, I'm afraid there might be quirks that I now find a little cloying, kind of like Gilmore Girls. Oh, Gar- Garma, Garma Garbs, Garma Garbs. Where I go back now and I'm like, get to the point. <laughs> Oh, I couldn't. St- I know Marys are gonna read me for shit, but I just couldn't. St- I couldn't get into that show. It's not that I couldn't stand it. I just couldn't get into that show. I was just like, I don't, I don't get it. But that's because I watched it much later when it was coming out. Um, yeah. So I had an era where I blew. I, mean, I had watched it before, and then I blew through it again. Oh yeah, I remember that. I, yes. Yeah. You did. <laughs> and it, and I loved it. I think I loved it, but. Yeah, it's like Jesus, Lorelai. Like it's not Ugh. cute anymore. Ugh. Yeah, but I love the men on that show. I thought they were all attractive, except for Milo Ventimiglia. I n- I never found him attractive. Oh, I mean, I I wouldn't kick him out of bed for eating a hero. You know, yeah, I like would, I would. I I'd, I'd, I'd <laughs> let him drop sandwich crumbs in my sheets. <laughs> you know, speaking of things that uh, you know perhaps didn't age well, I know Disney Plus just recently came out, and you know all the Disney gays and. Just people that you know are needing nostalgia right now. I feel like it was a, it's a great time for Disney Plus to just kind of drop everything. There's a lot of people that are coming out and they're like, "Well, that wasn't exactly how I remembered it," and "Oop, that was really problematic," and "Oops, why did?" And it's all of that. And so I, yeah, there's there's something about rewatching things that you needed at the time, and then to go back and you're like, "Oh, why? No." Yeah, that's so interesting is like, you know, <clears throat> the problem with nostalgia, you know, is like realizing like, oh, it kind of like what we were just talking about, like, oh, it wasn't as good as I remembered, or it actually had a lot of issues that I didn't re- recognize at the time. Um, just as kind of like easy background TV, I've been watching like season three of Drag Race. Oh. And 
it's really the same thing. There's different like little moments or comments and things where you're like, oh God, like you could not say that today. Like people would lose their shit on Twitter if that happened in an episode of season 12. Oh, you know? that's what I'm experiencing with America's Next Top Model because I'm just like watching mm-hmm. any and all scenes and there is one, oh God, there's one one season, I, I think it was season eight or season nine, but yeah, Paulina Poroskova is just like, oh, you're, you're kind of reading a little... And she uses the T word, you know, oh, that rhymes yeah, with granny. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. She's like, oh, you're reading a little granny. And then even Miss J and Tyra, they're like, oh, yeah, ugh, no, no, we don't want granny here. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm just like, oh, this is, yeah, this is all problematic. And they're, they are all implicated here. They're all complicit in a way for that way of thinking back then. And meanwhile, like Isis King was a contestant like two seasons later. It was, it, it's, it's insane the the jumps and bounds that were made in in thought processes and thinking of this time but yeah top model is riddled with problematic language yeah yeah it's it's really interesting um i mean like having just watched season one of project runway and like oh my god like it just it's it's a it's a different stage of reality television like they just it's just not like that anymore. It's just so rough. And that roughness exposes in some ways, like a lack of production in other ways an overproduction, you know, but Mm. the lack of production is where they're not smoothing over these edges that might offend people. They're actually wanting to get a reaction or they're completely unaware that this is offensive. Right. Because that's the paradigm we were in 10, 15 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, that's why it's, it's hard to watch cancel culture cancel people over things that they said 10 years ago you know i think of you know hillary clinton barack obama almost every politician that had to evolve on lgbt issues and you know and some people get a pass and some people don't it just depends on on who you are now and and how bad it was then and yeah almost everybody can be canceled in 1999 Cancel culture. Cancel culture is cancel. Do you know what I like about cancel culture is that we all – it's like I have the authority to cancel you. It's like you – that's – I know I was talking about that of like what power you think you wield. Um, what does that mean? You know, I mean I don't want to get into cancel culture. I don't want to validate it with a whole tangent because I think that it is a – I think it is like trying to judge someone when they are in puberty. Yeah, or, or, or in a lot of pain, you know? Yeah, it's like this is a stage that is necessary to grow towards something that's more productive than like, you're canceled, you're canceled, it's over, you're canceled. It's like, grow up. That, like, y- you just keep canceling things all day. You're just going to be left watching C-SPAN and EWTN Church for Invalids, you know? So, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, don't, I didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> Yeah, I remember hearing that described somewhere is that the, yeah, the, the religious channels when they air, um, you know, they used to air like mass on like Sundays. On oh, EWTN. sure. Yeah. Um, I think someone described it as uh, not church for invalids. That's probably, um, I bet that's an offensive term. Uh, I'm canceled. Uh, yeah, you are canceled. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, church for shut-ins. Church for shut-ins. Oh, shut-ins. Yeah, because they don't want to go. Yeah. Yeah. Invalid is that saying someone's invalid? I don't want to get into this tangent either. I'm just interesting. Yeah. Well, let's go back to Drag Race. uh, This episode. Uh Um, So yeah, we have a really great, finally, a really great uh, mini challenge. We have the puppet challenge is back. 
Yeah, the puppet challenge. You know, I, I thought it I listen, I guess after all of the all of the the wit that we saw um in the reading challenge and snatch game, I was hoping these would be funnier. Um they were funny, but I didn't like uh You didn't laugh didn't, out loud. I didn't bust a gut. It wasn't, you know, to me, like, the gold standard is, like, Ben de la Creme doing Bianca Del Rio. Sure. Yeah, I mean, the funniest one for me was Cheryl doing Baga uh, with, you know, I also thought her hair was too long, which kind of helped the the visuals, uh, especially mm-hmm. when she threw her. Um, yeah, I just, uh, that was the funniest one for me. But, yeah, it was nice to see it back. I thought Vivian's was funny, you know, making fun of Davina. Um, yeah, and I like the Davina found it all very funny as well. Right, right. Um, I, yeah, no, I mean, I think that, like, Cheryl, I could just watch her all day. Just, like, she's just a goose. Even if the jokes don't land, she's just such a goose. She's that... very, very, very charming. I I am going to miss her a lot. I'm going to miss that character on the screen. She's, yeah, yeah, she's great. I feel like my my takeaway from her run on this season is that Cheryl... You know, she's absolutely a certified pizza queen. But to be clear, because of her track record, and there's nothing wrong with this, but she's dollar pizza, right, with the bumpy bottoms? You know, like... <laughs> the bumpy bottoms. You know what I'm talking well, about with the bumpy bottoms? Well, it's I, you know, it's not necessarily that she's dollar pizza. I'm going to push back on that because I think that she is tasty pizza. I think that it's good pizza. It's just... So we, is dollar we, pizza. Well, yes, but we've had this pizza before it's it's good pizza it's more than dollar pizza but we've had it before so it's kind of I, like oh this this is fine you know it's kind of like um you know ray's pizza oh i think i think this is two brothers i think this is 99 cents two boots um two boots is those are some expensive boots davina is two boots okay all right all right there's still one in jersey boots. city yeah <laughs> yeah i mean she's two boots two boots uh, <laughs> No, I really think that I, I love dollar pizza. I'm it's kind of like I'm going to get it. It's going to it's going to be exactly what I want, which is a piece of pizza. And in no way is this going to be the best pizza pizza I ever had. But it's available whenever I want it. And it's reliable. And I, I guess what dollar pizza when I think about dollar pizza is cheap. And I don't think that's what I would associate with Cheryl, because I think Cheryl is expensive. She looks great. <laughs> They just said on this episode that she's mall drag. <laughs> she's mall drag. She is. She is Paramus Park Hole. Uh, you know, Paramus like Park Hole, Garden State Hole. <laughs> yeah, she's yeah. She's a Bridgewater commoner. Yeah, like Short know? Hills Hole. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Cheryl Hills Hole. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, like, and and. I love that drag, but like that's like I think that's part of her appeal is like she's not inaccessible. You know what I mean? There is something kind of like, you know, wet seal about her. There is something <laughs> a little primark, you know? So so for me, mall drag, like a, a perfect example of mall drag that I love, and again, another pizza queen, Dita Ritz. Dita Ritz to me is mall drag, right? Dita Witz, Dita Witz, Dita Ritz is kind of like, I mean, I was going to I want to say strip mall drag. I mean, I think with Dita, it was like, you know what the thing with Dita was, except for one or two times, it was like the hair was the problem. The looks were 
okay. You know, the looks were fine, but then the hair would be all wrong. It wasn't until she did the 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 boat challenge and she had that big hair with that little pantsuit mm. that was like, oh, Dita, Dita, this is it. Yes. This is it. Um, you did it, Dita. Uh, <laughs> but, I mean, Cheryl... I, I, I want to go back and watch the season and just watch Cheryl. She's really cute. She's really and really quirky. understand like what she was portraying all season, especially in the beginning when she wasn't being herself. I want to see that. Oh yeah, that's Cheryl a good idea. is. That's she a good is idea. very. I think it'd be very. It's going to be as good as Jocelyn Fox to go back and watch. Right, because you're like, oh, she makes it. She makes it all the way to top. She four. makes it all the way. Yeah, like Dita Ritz. She makes it all the way to top five. Like. It's just fun yeah, to find Dita out. Makes like, it all the way to top five. That's right. That's right. Yeah. yeah. People I forget love a top five stuff. queen. I love a top five queen. Same. Uh, same. I a top five, top top six, top five. Anywhere one of those two is a yeah, great position. Yeah, that's like a Katya. That's like a Trinity K Bonet. Yeah. Monet. Monet. In her yeah. first season. Yeah. Yeah. Um Oh, so um moving on though. Oh, this is just another note I noticed. Uh in doing the puppets, I kind of I, and I think who did the Vivian? Um, oh, it was Baga. Baga. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I just I, she kind of did it a little bit, but I feel like the way the Vivian says "girl," it's like she's saying "Gale." Oh, like Gale. The name Gale. 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 Like space Gale skittles. Weathers. Gale. Yeah. <laughs> and I think more, like leaning into that, like Gale. Like I think that's when I think of the Vivian. I think of like her just saying the word Gale. <laughs> Uh, I just, to get into the Vivian, I, I, I think confidence corner and how she says, uh, confidence. Yeah. Confidence corner. Com com when I just go, I just go to, but the only thing I can say is confidence corner. Yeah, confidence I go up, to, I, I go up to the attic. Yeah. <laughs> confidence corner. My accent lives up here in confidence corner, yeah, exactly. Australia. <laughs> uh, South of Sids. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Not sudden infant death syndrome, south of Sydney. Um, yeah, I uh, the Vivian. Yeah, so that's I don't know. I just had that note that it's just if you wanted to sound like the Vivian saying the word girl, you just say the name Gail. Gail. <laughs> True. Yeah. No, I'm with you. Yeah. I'm with you, Gail. Yeah. Uh, all right, Gail. Confidence corner. <laughs> all right. All right, Gail's confidence corner. The Gails of confidence corner. That's my Vivian. Look, by the end of the season. I have a workable British accent. <laughs> Said no one. <laughs> no one. Said no one. Yeah. Um, I have been the Cheryl Hole of accents this whole season. <laughs> oh, that's putting it nicely, Mary. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I am. Uh... <laughs> uh, something tells me that uh, you're a local queen when it comes to accents. <laughs> yeah. And there's no shame in no, that. Support no, local no, queens. Because it's very specific. And there are many, many people that will come to your show and give you lots of dollars, right? But, you mm -hmm. know, when it comes to getting on TV, it's going to take some work. You're, it's going to take more work than perhaps, well, I, you know, somebody else. And I think, you know, it, and this is less, because I, mean, I ultimately could give two shits about whether my accent, whether it's, it's just a bit that I started doing the first episode and had to keep doing. Yeah. But um, <laughs> the people in the back saying, no, you didn't. Um, but <laughs> you absolutely didn't. Yeah. No one asked. Yeah, what is that meme? No one. Absolutely no one. Call yeah, it. no one. I'm yeah. going to do an accent. Yeah. Another world of well, well, RuPaul's Drag Rice. BBC Taipei show. Nobody asked. <laughs> Nobody needed this continuity all season. But that's just the standards I hold myself to. Um, uh, what was I going to say? Um, 
about your accent. It doesn't matter. Oh, 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 no, no, no. I, that's, I know what I was going to say. Is that I feel like this reminds me of that queen you love, Busted Queen. Oh, it's I like, love Busted. It's the fact that some of it is just like a fucking mess. It's like, but that's part of the show. Yeah. If you take that away, she doesn't exist anymore. Oh, exactly. And so yeah. there, I think there's so much of that drag where it's like part of it is that is that messiness. Part of it, like that's what the performance is. But like Drag Race, it's like when it's a competition, you know, you can't. It's kind of like been rewatching season three. It's like Yara Sophia. It's like. Her Amy Winehouse, it's like, it's messy, but you can't be messy doing it, you know? Yeah, it's good, bad drag, right? You can't be bad, yeah, you, bad drag. It has to be good, bad drag, exactly. Yeah. And I think uh, it's hard to make that delineation on Drag Race. Yeah, yeah. It, it, that is artistry, right? Like, that mm-hmm. is, to, to find that little sliver, right? Uh, I think of a Louisiana Purchase, right? Perfect example. Yeah. And yeah. does it impeccably. I think the idea is like, or one example, and I think this is what she, what Louisiana Purchase did, is that you take these kind of quote-unquote bad drag illusions or inspirations. Like, I'm thinking of like, you know, cheesy infomercials from the late 80s, early 90s, or, or, or phone sex lines, you know, and just like that really cheesy aesthetic. And then you do it, as you said, like 110%. You do it impeccably. That's the key is like choosing a, a quote unquote bad reference and doing it perfectly. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh, completely. I think of, um, I think any drag queen that did the, the, the candle, the ba- bath and body works candles girl with Yankee candle. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. Peach Bellinis. Peach Bellinis. Yeah. yeah. To do peach Bellinis, like please welcome to the stage peach Bellini and to peach just, Bellini. just do that lip sync. Like that's, that is good, bad drag. And the thing is, you have to have the the Wisconsin, you know, the Green Bay Packers sweatshirt. You yes. have to have yes, it has to the be impeccable. mom jeans that we're it not even must seeing. Be impeccable. You need to have slightly dirty white Reeboks on, or else I'm not going to believe it. Yes, right. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, I want to talk about our special guests for this episode uh, on Drag Race: uh, Bagga's mom, Josie, Davina's Mrs. Chips. Mrs. Chips. Davina's sister, Caris. Um, oh, Caris. Caris DeCampo, <laughs> which feels like the four-door version of a Davina DeCampo two-door, two-door coupe. Yes, two-door coupe. Correct me if I'm wrong. I know that I'm crazy. I watched this late last night. Did she read to you a little bit Elizabeth Shue? She was gorgeous. She was gorgeous. I did not get Elizabeth Shue. I got something. I don't know who... She looked like someone, like other people that I've seen on TV, but not people who I'm like super familiar with. Like she's even given me a little bit of Nancy O'Dell, you know, to go to go. Right. <laughs> no one knows who. I don't know who, who that, that reference is. is. Very, yeah, thanks. she used to do like Access Hollywood or something. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there's one Mary out there that's like, that's it. It's Nancy O'Dell, and I hear you, Mary. I'm high fiving you. Um, uh, I also. No, I, I mean, I, yes, I ahead. thought she was great TV. Also, I, in oh, general, I thought Karis yes. was so good on camera. Yeah, Karis was great on camera. Yeah. Totally sold it. And you know, not for nothing, Cheryl's sister Gina. Oh my God, it's Gina. <laughs> oh, Joyna, Joyna, Joyna. She was Joyna great. Hall. She was great too. 
She was like I so too. game, yeah. so fun, so excited yeah. to be there with her brother. I, I, it was so charming to see them together. Um, and then Vivian's mom, the Cassie. I gotta say, Cassie. I gotta say, I love a mom in camo. I, I was yeah. like, work, girl, work. You rock that camo, mom. Yeah, she really, um, you know, uh, I, I barely saw her. You know, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> camo wear <laughs> um <laughs> uh yeah i i thought the cassie was great i thought she just seemed like a sweet lady and it's just i think the kind of story that she told her quote-unquote character told of i'm here to support my son and i i love him and i believe in him and whatever he wants to do i'm here to support that i think making a point of showing us that those examples of her saying that I don't know. I yeah. think Drag Race UK has done a really great job of like making sure they're speaking to their audience and they're giving like, in, like they're they're getting the most out of the content. Does that make sense? Like, if you're gonna have these these gay boys and their mothers on this show, like you have a valuable opportunity to have a mother on the show saying, I support and love my gay son. Right. You know? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, of course you have to have that. You have to, I loved when I fell in love with the Cassie was when the Vivian says, first things first, have you shaved your minge? And I mean, J when she said, James, James. Oh no. yeah. <laughs> James. Yeah. I was, yeah, I love when you can, when you hear them like referring to them by their boy names. I think that's very. Uh, oh God. J James. Right. Yeah. I could never say that to my mom ever. Oh God. Uh, no, ever. <laughs> there was a little bit of like, I don't like this. Um, never, never. We don't, we don't have that relationship. We don't talk about sex at all. Right. Right. And, but if my mother was the type of mother to show up on the BBC wearing camo, sure. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. I guess if Debbie showed up in camo and her Michael Kors shoes <laughs> and her real jewelry. <laughs> And her very large pocketbook. Yeah. Oh, huge. Just yeah. loaded with hauls and yes. tissues and keys. Probably cigarettes in the way at the bottom. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's got, she's got her little Marlboro pocket. Yeah. I don't think she smokes anymore. I th I'm pretty sure she, that she quit it uh, a while ago. Does she vape? Does she have a jewel? Oh, my God. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 no. I just watched that no. cat video the other night. No, oh, no, yeah. No, 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 no. no, no, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> I love that cat. It's a great oh, cat. No, 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 no. I feel bad for that cat watching that video back because I'm like, this cat is very scared for no reason. <laughs> yeah, why is what's the what's the impetus of this cat freaking out? I think it's just a freaked out cat, very stressed out cat. Mm. That's all. Poor little pooping. <laughs> Poor little pooping pumpkin. Um, Do you have any anything from the workroom that you wanted to discuss before we move on to the runway? Um, I have a couple of uh, a few treatings. One is you all right, babes? Is that basically you okay, hon? Is that a version of that? I know that I I know I have Google, but I just uh, was wondering if because Rue does it a few times. He's done it a few times now. If you all right, babes? Well, and Rue's talked about that on the podcast. That like, that's like his favorite thing that he learned from being in the in the UK is you're right, babes. Like he, oh, he that's just great. loves to say it. Yeah. That's great. Oh, I love that. Okay, well, that's fine. Um, I'm fine with that. Uh, I also wanted to note that it seemed like a very shy Brit crew this week. There was just a lot of like awkward glancing around. Uh, um, yeah. 
<laughs> There's not and, much to do with the Brit crew or even the pit crew, right? We're lucky that we've had 11 seasons plus of the pit crew where we've gotten to know them and, you know, they were interviewed on the podcast and they've acted in acting challenges. And I feel like there's just an evolution that has to happen first because these are people that they picked off the street and that didn't necessarily know what they were maybe getting into, maybe are a little nervous, they're naked on camera, you know, it's tough. Yeah, totally. I, I think there is the one Brit crew member, the bald guy with the beard. He's oh, very much he's, comfortable. Yes. Oh, he's very comfortable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> comfortable corner. Um, Get in his comfortable corner. Yeah, yeah totally. Tuck into that comfortable corner and... You know, I love uh, bald and a beard. Uh, it's, 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 I mean, you know, yeah. I, 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 amen, Mary. Oh, God. Amen. Who is it? Adam uh, Russo. I feel like, I feel like he's got the, he's bald, bald with a beard. Don't even get me started on Adam Russo. <laughs> we do not have enough time on this podcast <laughs> to talk about uh, all of the things that I could say about Adam <laughs> Russo. Just, don't even. Uh. Uh. <laughs> don't. I just don't. Don't even. Uh. I, I know. Don't even. <laughs> no. I'm not no. gonna. No. 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 Hey. Hey. I won't do it. God. Uh, all right. So uh, what else, Mary, before the runway? Uh, I mean, I want to just give a, a moment of appreciation to Adam Russo. No, I want to give a moment of appreciation. Um. It's just like, there it is. Got it. Nailed it. Adam Russo, you got it. You are all of my daddy issues in one porn star. I fucking love it. Anyway. Anyway. Um, it's when Cheryl has the talking head of, oh, look at us. We're gorgeous. I thought that was really cute. Oh, yeah. Um, and you know what? Here's the other thing I noticed. that, And, I, and it's probably been happening all season, but I finally uh, it occurred to me now. Is that often, and the example that sticks out to me is like when Rue comes to visit the Viv and the mom, and they're kind of talking about, you know, I don't remember what they're saying, but they cut to the Viv saying like, oh, it takes a lot to get a rise out of me, but even I'm a little red-faced. Or when she says things like, you know, watch it, Gail! You know, like she does these little like moments. They remind me of when VH1 or Logo would air the Drag Race you've revealed seasons where the little pop-ups of oh, Rue would sure. show up. Yep. Mm-hmm. Where they would just record some, some you know, non-sequitur of like, girl? She done already done had hers, right, you know, right. and they've just planted it in there. I feel like Viv's talking heads feel like Rue's revealed pop-ups. Yeah, I can also, yes, Vivian for sure, number one. And then you have Baga, who also oh, has completely. some great sound bites. Yeah. Oh, girl, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's oh, that's Michelle what you're Yeah. Yeah. Oh, girl, 100%. Oh, I remember really that. Bad. I remember that. Yeah, she says that. She says that. Uh, yes. It's such a touching. great real moment between them. It yeah. feels like the podcast. Yeah. It's so good. Um, <laughs> well, the, I feel like Michelle is so confidence corner in the UK. And I think that, like, elevates her interaction with Rue. She just doesn't feel like she is, you know, B, because she is a celebrity just as much, maybe not just as much, but is also a celebrity in the UK for a, for a yeah. different audience. I was having actually a thought about that this episode. I was watching Michelle, like, while they were doing, doing the deliberation, and I was like, Michelle, you're great. You are coming into your own. You are, you know, especially having been watching season three like her first season to see who she is now mm, on the show right and how she's evolved it's really like 
I am team Visage. I just think she's great. Yeah. I think she's I'm I'm so happy for her and you know, quirks and all. Like I don't care. Be gluten free. What do I care? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Gluten, like gluten hands fr- off gl- my pizza. Yeah. Gluten free vegan spice. Yeah. I Yeah, she, right. What do I care? She's if you listen to the latest What's the Tea, she has a conversation with Rue before Michaela Cole comes on. And mm-hmm. it's all basically about Michelle's career and the start of oh. it all. And you think of it and you're like, wow, you have been clawing your way to feel like this business sees you as a valid person. Because there was like a whole segment in that conversation where she was like, yeah, none of them took me seriously. And I think word got around. And it's like, yeah. it's like, then, she, you know, she finds RuPaul and she's, working with RuPaul she's on the radio she's doing all that then she you know she's raising kids RuPaul's talk show and it's all RuPaul 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 right and then Drag Race starts and she's got to come back and it just revitalizes her career to the point where now she is not only touring the world as somebody that can sing live right because she sings live on these tours but she's also she was on Celebrity Big Brother she was on she's on strictly which you know she's like blowing up the airwaves she's on um ireland's got talent she's on, doing so much now and it just goes to show you just need some grit and you need to just kind of calm down a little bit you know yeah i mean i think that's the thing is like yeah she's done so much now and is i mean it makes me think about how I guess it was like when a, like Alaska with, and, and Courtney and like these these contestants who've gone on to do other things and do really well on those either competition shows. Like it's just like I think what we're seeing is that it's like, oh, you're definitely a star because it's, you're not just like great on Drag Race. You're you're great on all of these things. Yeah. Like M- Michelle shines not, not only in the um, – the performed role of the tough aunt judge on Drag Race, she shines as like the sort of mom voice of reason on Celebrity Big Brother, and she shines on Strictly Dancing, and like she like, it's proof that this is like that she is a star, you yeah. know? God damn it, yeah. She just has to believe it, yeah. You know? Even Tammy, yeah, <laughs> you are a star, um, Michelle. Watch, watch your mouth, right? Um, yeah. She she even has what you packing, which I think also was a different role of. Well, no, I'm going to take off the judge drag and Mm -hmm. I'm going to go and talk to you and make sure you're okay and you have a proper send off. Yeah, lucky her to do whatcha packing. I think that's like, that's the one I'd want is to want to then like go back and talk to these queens and say, so what do you think? What happened? Let's process this. Yeah. Um, It's, yeah, I think the role of Michelle, the way it's evolved, and I agree, the confidence corner that she's sitting in as a Drag Race UK judge. It's just like her coming into her own. It's really, it's great. Uh, yeah. And, and she's a mom. I know, and she's I, I a mean, mom. She raised two fucking kids. It's just like, it's insane. It's insane that yeah, she was able it, to do all this. It's like remembering that through all of this, it's like, it, you know, lot, you know, not only that she did all of that at once, but like remembering how grounding that is of like, she's still a mom who is making dinner for her kids. You know what I mean? Like she's, she's still like a, uh, just like us kind of human being, you know? And yeah. I think that... Just like um, us, yeah. Use it. yeah do a blue apron. Yeah, do a blue yeah, apron. Yeah, do a blue aprons. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's those moments where it's like, Michelle is, you know, she's no different than the rest of us, you know? Right, right. Oh, God. And just her her journey with her body and her career and just 
literally looking younger, it seems. Obviously, I know that there's makeup and whatever, but her spirit, it seems to be just, it just keeps getting younger, which is great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and like all of this, it's like, and she's like, you know, what, a 50 year old woman and is having right. like in the prime of her career. Right. Like that's, uh, you know, I don't want to say that's unheard of, but it's certainly, um, she's defying the odds. Oh God. Super, super mom. Super mom. Yeah. Yeah. The importance of Michelle Visage. One of our first episodes. Yes, exactly. Part two, three years later. Yeah. 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 Um, so this runway, speaking of, I don't know coming into your own and, and being the best of yourself. I feel like this is probably one of my favorite RuPaul looks in a very long time. Yeah. Ruru in a tutu. I thought this was great. It was different. It was interesting. Um, the hair, the makeup. I thought she looked so good. She did. She looked really great. Um, so yeah, uh, nice work Delta. I mean, oops, <laughs> just kidding. I, Again, I know I've said this a million times. I just watched season three again. Delta work is such great TV. <laughs> I know. She's such great TV. And I just like I I could listen to her talk about anything she wanted all day. I want to do season three. I really do. I want to recap. season. It's a three. weird season. It's weird. I'll tell you, there's elements of it where it's just like, oh, that's weird. <laughs> That's it. I don't remember. I don't remember that flavor profile. We could do. But okay. We could do. We could do a whole season in review and just do like a one-off episode of all of season three. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Who knows? Um, or a two-parter or yeah, something. But exactly. it's definitely. Uh, it's worth it to kind of revisit the. Like to me, it's like Alexis Mateo in the Snatch Game doing a butch pregnant Alicia Keys. <laughs> There's n no reason that should work, and it did. Mm. And that to me is why that queen is in the top three, is because she made shit like that work. That's Carmen Carrera too, right? Carmen did J Lo, and she basically I no, think, no. I mean, I she's on that season. Yes, she is on that season. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. A, 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 yeah. a very interesting queen on that season, Carmen Carrera. Uh, oh yeah obviously she had you know a massive transformation after the show but just to just to you know observe her on that show is uh, it there were things went down and it was it was a little weird yeah yeah it's a very different version than the story now because you can tell on season three how much rue loves carmen mm. and just loves her drag and loves her character yeah and it, like it's just like it's very clear so, um, I don't know if that's the same now. Uh, anyway, <laughs> anyway, we have anyway we have these runway looks. I feel like we've kind of already talked about them. Um, I thought Cheryl and Sissy, I, I you know, let's talk about this Michelle and bodysuits thing because I get like, it, I get oh, it, have you watched the show Tamar? Like I get that, mm -hmm. but. Do you need to watch the show to understand what to do on the show? I feel like that's a weird prerequisite that Michelle is kind of assuming like, oh, well, if you watch the show or as you've watched the show, you know, I hate bodysuits, so don't wear them. It's like that's not necessarily a good reason enough for me to not wear a bodysuit. It's very subjective, right? It's like, well, I don't like them, so make sure you don't wear them here. Um, it's sort of invalidating them. Yeah. Um, the note I took was that the holes are serving double penetration, one in the pink, neither stinks. Oh, wow. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> I, um, 
Because I, I, I thought they were fine. I mean, no, the, the looks were not... The, the actual outfits were the outfits dynamic and crazy and amazing. No, but, you know, I got to be honest with you. I didn't think Davina and Karis's dresses were that amazing either. So um, they were fine. And so right. I kind of... I think that they both... To me, I could have seen Cheryl winning this challenge because the resemblance was there, not just in the look, but in how they carried themselves and in the performance and yep. and certainly putting on a good runway presentation. I feel like there's something to be said from a sisterhood standpoint and like, oh, wow, you guys collaborated and created this moment together. Yeah. You know, again, it goes back to reality TV with this top four. And I think I kind of alluded to this earlier, but any one of these four queens and their partner on the runway could have been read for filth. They're, they're, they could have picked anything for all four of them. Or they could have picked anything for all four of them to celebrate. And I feel like they, they did a good job of kind of balancing on both sides for each queen. And at the end of the day, you know, it's subjective of whose is worse and which one they decide is going to be put in the bottom. And for me, Cheryl and Sissy, like this was vibrant. This was fun. The The connection was their face and their hair. They looked the same. They looked or at least related. And they had the fringe as kind of like the theme that put them together. And I'm like, that mm -hmm. is enough for me. And it seems like with all of these makeover challenges where they have to look the same or look related, what it comes down to is, do you have the same color hair and are you wearing the same color scheme dress? And it's like, mm -hmm. that is, I mean, remember season one with, uh, what's her face? Rebecca Glasscock. Rebecca Glasscock. Mm -hmm. I, there was no reason why that should have been the best look. Yeah. I mean, and I think similar to that and to this, I mean, it is, it becomes more about the reality show. Yeah. And ultimately, I mean, yeah, there were angles they could have gone. There's the, you know, having Baga versus the Viv. Um, but then, you know, ultimately it is about sending Cheryl home. Uh, they have to. Like, she has just endured. Yeah, right. She is, it's like Roxy Andrews and All Stars too. It's like, I'm sorry. You... You have defied the odds. You have lasted so long. I need to send you home by hook or by crook. Right. Did Now, I, I was having a Twitter conversation with, with somebody last night. Was Roxy ever sent home by RuPaul? She was, right? Yeah, it was in the top four. Ru basically was like, you know, she, died, okay, she okay, na okay. narrows it down, I think, to a top two. two. Yeah, she narrows it down to the top sync. two. Yeah, okay. Oh, uh, so this was All-Stars 2, so it was Roxy... Yeah, so it was Roxy, Katya, and Alaska. Oh, so you know what? They just narrowed down Roxy, and then it was a top three lip sync of Detox, yes. Katya, and Alaska. Right, right, right. So I stand, um, I stand corrected, uh, Twitter follower, uh, that that th that that was uh Roxy certainly is very much like Cheryl Hole in this moment but I was I was mm. referencing Cameron Michaels and Peppermint with Cheryl Hole because it's like well they could have they could have put Cheryl in the top 4 much like Cameron Michaels or Peppermint where it was like all of a sudden we have a top 4 you know yeah certainly I mean in this season you know when they had triple winners and saving both queens like there was a lot of like ah what the hell we right, got room right, ah, exactly. who cares there's no there's no cash prize yeah that's, whatever exactly. let's have y'all compete yeah that's kind of what um, i was was thinking about but anyway you you had thoughts on davina and delicia and i 
I really like their performance. I I like their look. I I mean, you're right about the dress. You're right about the dress. Mm-hmm. Like it was, you know, simple uh, and stoned, but you know, it was yeah. it was a really good performance. So, what was you think that Davina could have been on the bottom? I think it was possible. I I don't think she was bad, but I think as to your point, like they could have edited anyone to be oh, you know, in the bottom or you know, critiqued. To me, I mean, some of this is subjective. I don't like joke dancing. I don't think like funny, like funny dancing's never funny. Like this to me felt like when you're at a high school dance and you're too shy to dance, so you just do like the swimmer. So what you um, do, Colin? I, I, no, I. If I'm gonna dance, Mary. If I'm not gonna dance, I'm gonna sit at the table with the ants and tap my hands. And if I'm gonna dance, girl, oh girl, I'm gonna take my shoes off and dance. You do not dance. Um, no way. I just went to a wedding last weekend, and you know what I did? What did I you danced. do? I danced. I also took two cream cheese brownies home in my suit jacket pocket. Oh, my God. I have a question before we talk about those cream cheese brownies. What songs did you dance to? I don't remember what they were. There were some slower ones, which was nice, because th- that, I can, not, that yeah, I can That do. you can do, right? But that, I know, but I could do that. So the faster ones, I can't remember what they were, but I know that the bride and groom made it very clear that they did not want any group dances, no cha-cha slide. Okay. These were people I was like, oh, oh, I like this wedding. Um, So there was no really, like, there was no journey. There was no don't stop believing sing-alongs. Okay. Um, There was definitely, like, I did not participate in, like, jump on it, you know? Oh, Uh, all right. (laughs) Yeah. I'm just, I'm not going to, like, syncopate, like, a dance move to dun, 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 dun. Like, I'm not going to do that i thought you were talking about um uh my pony with a pony dance <laughs> oh oh genuine no genuine, this wasn't genuine yeah. this was that other one right the, i know bump yeah bump 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 mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah hate, and everybody kind of like hate does like a song. hip to the left yes. hip to the right arm up arm up and then boogie down and it's just like <laughs> i can't I'm imagine disappearing into my rib cage i, I can't imagine one song that you would allow yourself to dance to. I just, I, and, and this isn't any shade to you. It's just, I, I know that we've been to weddings together before and you dance, but I always felt like you were doing it in quotes, you know, to please well, others. Um, I think, you know, uh, you better check your, check your lipstick before you come for me. <laughs> I, I don't think that's true. I think that I, I don't, yeah, it's not like my favorite thing. Dancing, you know, it's funny. At this wedding, I, I was talking to someone there, and he said, honestly, he said, I hate dancing at weddings. But what better place? Because look at everybody. No one here can dance. And it's true. It was like there were so many Jewish aunts at this wedding. And I, of course, and moms. I met so many moms and aunts and had middle-aged women conversations. But he was like, who here is any better than you or is going to judge you? So from my point of view, a wedding is the best place to just like get used to it because like no one here cares. No one's looking. You think uncle Sal over there is like, Oh, I don't know if you're really syncing up to the beat, buddy. You know? Well, because- I, yes, all of this is true. And then I'm going to, I'm just going to, cause I want more of your thought process on this because you have also, uh-huh. you've also criticized group dancing and yes, certain, certain sing-alongs or whatever. So yes, you're, you're sitting at the table kind of with the ants judging those on the dance floor. No, no, you're sitting there talking because they have bad feet and I don't like to dance. And so, um, no, no, I, I'll tell you, um, 
I was, I may have not been in the center of the dance circle, but I was present. I was up. I was eating a lot of cream cheese brownies and I was having a good time. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So cream cheese brownies, is it, it's chocolate with cream cheese frosting on top? No, that's like the cream cheese is kind of swirled into the batter. Oh, wow. Okay. It's cream cheese brownies. Mary's, you know, um, and around Halloween, you can put some like spooky decorations on them and call them scream cheese brownies. That's great. <laughs> yeah. So, Horrifying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So hold on to that one for another 11 months. Uh. <laughs> you know? Oh, man. So anyway, um, Davina wins this challenge. Uh, in your mind... I think you're agreeing with me. Anybody could have won this challenge. I'm fine with her winning it. I guess it's just like, you know, there were probably, yeah, there were probably little things of each of them that I could have said like, eh. I mean, like Baga was clearly in the bottom. Right. But, you know, yeah, like Shazza, yeah, like the looks, I get it. Like they're not incredibly dynamic like outfits, so I understand it. And the Vivian, it's like. She looked, the Vivian looked great. Her mother, her mother looked just as good as the other, the other guests. I felt like her mother was like, oh, no, you go. I'm going to stay in here in my bathrobe and go to bed. Mm -hmm. Like, I got a little bit of that. Like, I got a little bit more of that. But her mom looked like she was having a nice time. So that was good. I think that's Um, that's the most important thing. And I think it was kind of like what Michelle said of like, yeah, the Viv looked great. Is it the best she's ever done? No. But like, it's good enough to be safe. So, yeah. So I'm fine with Davina winning because I think that, you know, if anything, she and Karis just. You know, uh, the little pregnancy thing. I think they had a lot of fun. I think the look was fine. It just, you know, yeah, wasn't and my she, favorite. She rounded out the top three, having three badges each. Well, so, now they have that, right? It's yeah. like it's all a level playing field. Right. That was like season three. All three queens had three wins. Yeah, and it, you know, it helps for lack of fan hate. Uh, we can't really. We can't really even at this point, I can't predict who's going to take this. I mean, granted, I feel like it's going to be the Vivian, but I could see a world where Baga wins this. I could see a world and would love the world where Davina wins it because obviously I'm team Davina. But I, I, I'd be happy if the Vivian won because she's a great queen and I would love it if Baga won because it would make sense to me. I think Davina's going to win. Oh, I think God. it's going to be oh, Davina. Good. I do. Oh, I think that all three of them are great and bring a lot to the competition. I think the Vivian is like the closest second place they've ever had, you know, right. like, like a, like a Courtney to... act. Um, I Alaska. mean, Courtney act wasn't, I, I, I mean, I guess a, even Alaska, I mean, it took her a bit to kind of figure herself out the first season, oh, her, you know, I season see. five. I see. So I really can't think of anyone who's been, as stiff of con- I mean, Manila Luzon, maybe, but Raja was just like next level, you know. Uh, um, you could you could say about Shea Coulee slaying it and then losing yeah. it in the finale to Sasha. Well, it's all different then. I mean, I think once you change the finale format, oh, it's kind of hard. I hear what you're saying. Like a normal season, Shea probably would have won, but um, when they have this kind of setup, it's just like. Yeah, I don't think there's ever been a tighter. I mean, thinking of Drag Race Thailand. I mean, Annie Mae Wong. Right, maybe. she should have won. Yeah, she's probably the the other closest top two. Ugh, Annie Mae Wong. Like she absolutely could have won. Bring her back for an All Star season. God damn it! Oh my or god. A, 
or at least do a season three. Come on. Oh, um, oh don't talk to me about that heartbreaking. I know. News. Oh my god. Yeah. I, I refuse I to believe that it's true until a year goes by. You know. <laughs> yeah. Right. Until it's really until the the, the cement has dried on on that grave. Um, I do want to just note uh, for our beloved Shaza that it uh, typical classic Alyssa Edwards of the season she even goes home on a makeover challenge making over her sister right um just like Alyssa in all stars mm. too and I just love her like final line should we get a taxi home because I'm done yeah that's a great line <laughs> it was so like two drunk girls at a club in Essex uh, like oh let's get out of here <laughs> uh, she's, it was such a great exit I mean I I do want to say about the lip sync first of all Amy Winehouse Finally, a moment on Drag Race with an Amy Winehouse song. I think it, uh, granted, is it the best lip sync song? No. Is any Amy Winehouse uh, song a good lip sync song? Maybe Fuck Me Pumps. Maybe Fuck Me Pumps. Um, but otherwise, it's hard to lip sync Amy Winehouse unless you're sitting on a stool and doing one of her like sad jazz ballads. But yeah, I, so I was just happy to see it. I love this song. Baga sold it. The way that it should have been sold, which was not dancing and, and pirouetting. Yeah, there was no dancing to the song. I think Baga really did do a great job. I think she really, like, uh, uh, mm, there, you know, I was going to say, is, is it like you know, a legendary, you know, Hall of Fame lip sync? No. Is it like Jinx Monsoon doing Malambo number five or one or Mambo number five or <laughs> whatever the hell that song was? Yeah, Malambo, uh, I, I believe. Yeah, yeah, a little Monica in my life. Um, <laughs> I, no, but. I think that Baga knew how to do this song. But again, she did Amy Winehouse in the first episode. So we saw this one coming. Right. Oh, good for her. Good for her. And, you know, good on Cheryl. Really good on Cheryl. Lasting this long. Defying the odds. Cheryl. Impressing us. Making all. Of, I feel like I can't think of, a, of any fans that just like dislike Cheryl. She's so charming. It's, it'd be a shame to dislike Cheryl. I think she's great. I think, you know, she was, again, this is the queen to go back and watch this yep. season, just keeping an eye on Cheryl. Yeah. This is the queen. Like, yeah. she's, I don't know. Like, I think she has an interesting journey. And I'm I'm so keen to see who Cheryl was trying to fool us to believe she was the first <laughs> episode compared to this goosey goose, this bumpy, pe- bumpy bottom dollar pizza that I love by the last episode. <laughs> Uh, bumpy, I, I, man, I keep trying to like get with that idea of the bumpy bottom pizza. I, I don't it's know not, if I know what you like, mean. It's like here, like and and with lots of love. Cheryl did not do well this entire season. She kind of made a storyline out of it. Okay, right, so, right. That was so her she thing. She is, yes. she is mediocre. uniformly mediocre pizza. Dollar pizza is never the best pizza you've ever had. It's also not inedible. You will eat it and be like, okay, yeah, no, that was good. Was yeah, good. No, I enjoyed Better that. Better than that, buying that, a Snickers bar for a dollar twenty. Yep, and it definitely yeah. fulfilled my pizza cravings. And like, and then sometimes it's like, ooh, that was surprisingly good. Right. Like, oh, you're right. But then there's those moments of like, okay, but like, it doesn't have that like charred crust. It's got bumpy bottom because it was on oh, a tray. Oh, right. You know, it was on a tray, and maybe they didn't even heat it up because you know. 15 minutes oh. is long enough, you know, for it to stay yeah, no, warm. Yeah, exactly. It was just sitting out. They just did like slice, slice, slap on a plate. That'll be a dollar. You know, the you trick know? to dollar pizza that I have found over the years is you have to kind of like pound the... 
condiments on. You have to pound the oregano and the yep. the, the the red pepper flakes the and flakes, the garlic. Yeah. And then, you know, maybe some Parmesan. And then it's like, okay, this is good. This is good. This is fine. Yeah. I always do anywhere, any like pizza place, I always like to do some oregano, some garlic powder, some red pepper flakes, and Parmesan. And it just, especially, I mean, if anything, like bare minimum, put oregano on your pizza. It's so much better. Yeah, I agree. There are some pizza places where I'm like, nope, I'm not ruining this awesome slice with anything. If it's, you know, there's those places, but there's some where it's like, it, I know it won't ruin it. I know it's like, these are, these are here to enhance. enhance. Yep. Yeah. 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 It's like adding, um, you know, a little, a little beady beady, you know. Well, it's like putting some, some fries and some, you know, or some fries, putting some salt and pepper on your fries, you know, yeah. it's just bringing out the flavors. Right. A little beady beady in. Right. Yeah. A little beady beady. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Mary, do you have any other thoughts on this episode or moving forward for our, our fiery top three? Yeah, I mean, I I think that's all I've got to say. I appreciate Michelle's bagatage. And, <laughs> um, but otherwise, we've pretty much, you know, uh, congratulations to Joe Chips for her Best Supporting Actress mm-hmm. BAFTA. Yes. Come on, baga. Yeah, oh, so yeah. Good. So her good. Roomary badge. Yes, her, that's right. She's getting a choosy. A choosy. <laughs> this week's choosy. Because choosy moms uh, <laughs> win choosies. Absolutely. Well, Marys, if you have any thoughts, any thoughts at all on this episode, um, you can reach out to us on Twitter at All Right Mary, or you can find us on the web at www.allrightmary.com or uh, www.tasteofreality.com backslash allright-mary. You can also email us at allrightmarypodcast at gmail.com. And if you want, you can follow me on Twitter at johnnyalso1, where I am currently talking about a very weird, problematic season of Survivor um, and giving hot takes on Drag Race or on Instagram at johnnyalso. And you can, of course, get more of me on my podcast, In the Details, A Celebration of Nuance, or my podcast, Best Supporting Podcast, A Celebration of Best Supporting Actresses with Nick Kachanov. Um, you can also find me on Twitter at Colin Drucker and on Instagram at Colin Drucker underscore. And you can get more of both of us at patreon.com backslash all right, Mary, where you could be getting super, super early access to these episodes, like right after they come out in the UK, plus a shit ton of other bonus episodes because we do one every week, including the one we're going to be recording this week, which is what, Mary? Mermaids. That's right. So (laughs) swim on over to patreon.com backslash all right, Mary. Oh, God. Mermaids with Winona Ryder. Uh, Winona Ryder, like early, early on in her career. I think it was her third movie. She is. Oh, God. I I have many thoughts on Winona Ryder. And then obviously Cher. I think it's the first movie for for little Christina Ricci. She's great. Yeah. Yeah. Bob Hoskins. I'm very, (gasps) very excited to talk about the problematic nature of this movie um, Mm. that seemed to just kind of go unnoticed. But yeah, whatever. Call me by your name. Call me by your shame. (laughs) Seriously. I feel like the the great Sophie's choice of my life is Bob Hoskins or Adam Russo. (laughs) (laughs) You think it's easy and then you line them up and you're like, 
oh, I don't want to have to choose. Well, you know, it's interesting because if you are into a Bob Hoskins, I'm surprised you're not into a Brad Calvo. What is a Brad Calvo? Well, have fun, Mary. (laughs) All right, Marys. Well, I'm off to look this up. We may have to cancel next week's episode, depending (laughs) how this goes. Um, Uh, uh, We we have a last chance lip sync before we go. Um, For our, our special Matreons, uh, I think last week, Colin and I were talking about uh, I Am Your Mother and, you know, the iconic nature of that. I think it was during the Hereditary uh, Matreon episode. Um, so for our Matreons, we have a special treat for you for our Last Chance Lip Sync this week. Um, if you are a Free Skate Mary, which is great and we love you for listening, um, we have our Last Chance Lip Sync, which ties into this episode just a bit. Um, it is Does Your Mother Know by ABBA. Uh, yes, she knew the moment I was born. (laughs) I feel like all of these mothers and sisters knew, uh, right away. Yeah. 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 Um, as blind as Mrs. Chips is, even she could see that her son was gay. (laughs) Oh my God. I love that storyline of her being blind. I just thought that was so funny. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's like, I don't know who I'm saying hi to. It it actually worked out real well. I thought, well, that's, you know. That's one way to deal with social anxiety. Oh, God, right? Just just close your eyes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's uh, uh, great with a fear of driving as well. I find that to be oh, useful. Oh, yes, right. That's right. Yes. Close your eyes while driving. No, Mary, don't. Don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> if you're driving right now, open your eyes. <laughs> Look up to the sky and see. I'm just a poor boy. Okay, sorry. That's Queen. Right. Um, yeah. All yeah. right. Uh, Marys, we are out and over. We got one episode of Drag Race UK left. We're super excited. Any one of them can win. And we'll see you next week. So, yeah. You're so-